0: Welcome to the third episode of Kitten Trail with me, your host, Carter Act. As you know, this podcast is all about kittens, how to care from, fun facts, great stories, interviews, and trivia. So far, we've talked about my experience with fostering kittens with a range of personalities from playful to shy, curious, scared, cuddly, independent, and aggressive. A whole lot of cat personalities. A lot. Because I've had a lot of kittens, and they've all had a bunch of different personalities, like... Ooh! Sleepy! (laughs) This week's episode about another pair of kittens named Olaf and Tinsel. I'm going to share stories about a big part of a kitten's life. Sleeping. Like, every kitten needs sleep. Especially if they're really playful and aggressive, because they sleep after, like... Like, possum. Stay tuned to find out more about why kittens are sleepy and stuff like that. Welcome back. Our spotlight today is on Olaf and Tinsel. Olaf is a Russian blue kitten and Tinsel is a calico cat. Russian blues to me are more gray, but sometimes they're a little blue, like grayish blue like a dark gray, for me. And then Tinsel's a calico cat, which means tri-colored. Like Toadette, that we have, has three colors. Toadette is black, and tan, and white, and yep, they're like, that's three colors, right? So they're both really friendly and very sleepy. I mean, not that sleepy, like every kitten is very sleepy. So let's just call it sleepy. When kittens are young, like under eight weeks old, they like to take a lot of naps because they're kittens and they're small. So, their schedule is probably sleep, eat, play. Sleep, eat, play. Sleep, eat, play. Sleep, eat, play. Sleepy. I think you know it, right? Sleepy play. Now, we made up a new trait called the sleeper paw. One day, Tinsel cut up fast asleep on a couch. He woke up a little bit. I literally, because his paw was like on the basket, I picked him up and I picked up his paw and he was just like, eyes open, eyes closed, eyes, I'm asleep. <laughs> he was. It was so weird. I tried doing it again when he was um, awake, but it still didn't work. I think... It might have been a coincidence for me, but it could have actually just, because he was sleepy, because he just woke up. Probably a coincidence, though. So, it was so funny. So, we named it the Sleeper Pop because pop Up Asleep. <laughs> <clears throat> ah, kitten, stop trying to get my foot. <laughs> As you know, because I have a kitten, that's me. So, it was... When we come back, I'll be giving you tips and tricks on how to make sure your kittens get enough rest and why kittens sleep and a bunch of other ways to make sure your kittens feel good and sleep well. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back, Kitten Control listeners. This is your advice segment. On today's episode, I'm giving you tips on how to make sure your kittens get the rest they need and sleep. So you probably want cushions and blankets because they might want to sleep on them because they think it's, like, nice. They could also sleep on laps, like my mommy has a kitten on her lap right now. Her, his name is Luigi. Sunspots? The kittens definitely want sunspots, so they bet they probably want it in the morning because right now in the afternoon there's no more sunspots because the shines the sun's not shining in the right spot where they like it. Cardboard boxes are good for them to sleep because well we have some this cardboard box so we put like a pillow in it and sometimes a kitten just goes in there, curls up, and then five minutes later he's or she's asleep now undercatchers are good but you're like good for them because they like the dark um small area but for you you're like when's it gonna come out so then when you finally open the couch you'll find out that he's like yeah he's asleep so they're like oh Gary's sleeping here so you pick him up and he goes over there he's probably tired because you just Woke him up, so he probably sleeping in the thing. So, undercut is not a good thing for you, but probably for the kids, because they like it. Now, make sure they don't sleep inside a cabinet in a small corner where you can see or reach them. Because, well, you, you can't reach them if you close the cabinet. They'll be in there and be like, meow, meow, meow. And then, in a place where you can't see or reach them, it's kind of hard because you don't know when they're going to come out. Because you can't get them out. And... Make sure they don't sit in a place you want to sleep or sit. Probably it won't go to your bed, but they won't go to your bed, but probably when they want to sleep. So I have this big couch where you can put a can on one side and you can sleep on the other side. Sometimes they just walk and sit on your lap, which is better. Even though if they fall asleep, you can't get up. So, in our next segment, I interview Mary, who works at the Annabelle Pet Space. She's a part of our special team that works with foster families and foster kittens. We'll ask her all about her job and what she does. We'll be right back. Welcome back, listeners. I'm so excited to have with me, Mary. Mary is on the fun. Hi. 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 I'm good. So, Mary, we have some questions for you. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about your job at Annenberg Pet Space? Sure. So, I am
1: the Foster and Adoptions Coordinator at Annenberg Pet Space. Um, And my job basically is to, number one, find homes for animals um, whether that means a permanent home or a foster home um, and number two to really support you know my staff who helps make
0: that happen great so like the the people help you like um like if this person wants to have this bunny the people help you make sure the people are good with the bunny and yeah exactly i'm i'm
1: only as strong as all all my teammates you know get to speak with the adopters personally Um, so I just have to be there to make sure that they tell them the right things um, and that if they ever need me for help that I can help them.
0: Great so next question did you go to school to study cats?
1: So I actually didn't go to school um, to study cats I had a lot of cats growing up um, but I went to school to study uh, marketing which believe it or not, has actually been very helpful um, for my job because it helps me uh, speak to people in a way that I think, you know, a lot of people can understand um, and relate to.
0: Great. So, like, you talk to the people?
1: I do. I really love talking to people. Um, That's why I'm talking to you today, Carter, actually. I just really love... um, talking about the animals with people and kind of learning about people's lives and then and, and making the right match for
0: them so like if so like if these people had this, I don't know pet snake or something or that or... okay let's just call it a pet bunny again um like they uh like their buddy died like our hamster Aww. um so they really wanted a new pet and so you can like match um to like a dog or something
1: yeah I can match them with whatever they feel is, is a good fit for their family and for their home. Um, so maybe going from a bunny to a dog might be too big of a of a change for them, but maybe we could say, well, let's try a kitty um, and see if maybe
0: that's a better fit. It was just an example. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a very good example. Okay, next question. What's your favorite part about your job? So my favorite part
1: about My job is a couple of things. I really love animals, of course. Um, I think my favorites are probably kittens, uh, which I know you guys have some at home right now. But I also really love uh, the people part of my job. So talking to people about pets, uh, bonding with my coworkers about pets, Um, just anything to do with with people and and the animals that they love.
0: Great. So, What's the most challenging part about your job?
1: I think the most challenging part is probably, you know, when you form a bond with some of our animals, or when I form a bond um,
0: with some of our animals
1: at work, it can be hard to to send them off to a home. Because on the one hand, I know that I'll miss them, Uh, but on the other hand, it's a good thing. Because we know that a home is the best place for an animal to be. So So I'm always...
0: Yeah, a little happy, a little sad. So, like, when we um like have the kittens go away, I mean, like, we miss them because we love them and they love us. But uh, we also, like, know that they're going to go to a forever home and they're going to have fun with them.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's why you're such a good foster carter. Uh huh. So, <laughs> last question What okay. advice do you have for our listeners who might want to foster kittens?
1: So, I would say, you know, obviously there's the practical side where it's good to have your home ready and make sure that there's nothing um, that your foster pets can get into that you wouldn't want them to. But I think the most important thing is just to have um, a lot of love. And.
0: And. And, and what, Carter? Food. And, and food. things essential for the foster animals need if you nice. perhaps foster a horse oh, you would need a, oh house. Carter, could you imagine a horse in your house <laughs> i couldn't do that <laughs> i mean you need a backyard six hundred times the size of our backyard <laughs> and then you would need a barn to keep it in and then <laughs> you get it. So, <laughs> thank well, you so nice. much, Mary. Of
1: course,
0: Carter. I really liked the last little bit about the horse. That was pretty <laughs> yeah. Why would a horse do <laughs> such a hope? <laughs> Okay, I loved our conversation. Stay tuned, listeners, for our last segment where I tell you jokes and trivia. Welcome back, listeners. Thanks for listening to the third episode of Kitten Control. As always, we end with a joke and a piece of trivia. Remember last week's trivia question? It was, how many whiskers does the average cat have on each side of its face? The answer is... Drumroll... Twelve whiskers! Did anybody get that right? Smelly face for them. And... Great job to the listeners who got it right. So, here's a great kitten joke. What do cats like on a hot day? Hmm. Oh, I know. Mice cream cones. Like ice cream cones. But since a few like eating mice, mice cream cones. Mice cream cones. You get it. So, lastly, here's some trivia for you. True or false? Your cat can be allergic to you. I'm allergic to cats, so maybe they could be allergic to me. I'm not sure. So, stay tuned for next week's episode to find out the answer if your cat can be allergic to you. Now, thanks for listening and have a great day.